0: What's up, folks? This is Justin, and you are listening to the Welcome to Your Doom Show. This is episode number 27, and Ethel and I are talking about the new Halloween film, starring Jamie Lee Curtis and Nick Castle, original cast members from the original film. Whereas that was the 1978 version, this is now Halloween 2018, and we had a pretty good time. How good of a time? Well, just keep listening and you'll find out. Thanks, as always, for listening. We hope you enjoy the episode, and you can check us out on YouTube as well. And you can check out our other posts at welcometoyourdoomshow.com. Enjoy the episode, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to your doom. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. Alright kids, doomers, folks, kiddos, peeps, homies, any other ones? Brethren. Brethren! It's your doomers, it's Justin. This is Otto. And we're here for episode number 27 and we are discussing the new Halloween film.
1: Halloween 2018, that's what we will refer to it as from now on.
0: (sighs) I'm okay with that. Yeah. Considering this was a good film. Yeah. And I'm glad they put it out.
1: Yes, I enjoyed it. It is Friday, October 19th. This is the official release day of the film. So we went to see it on opening night, which I got to tell you, I don't do. No, ever. Very rarely do I do this.
0: I hate teenage girls Mm.
1: with a passion. There was a lot of tittering teenage girls. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, but you know, it wasn't too distracting. I, I like the fact that it's still kind of an event to go to a horror movie yeah. together as kids. Like, so it's it's like getting on a roller coaster. It's kind of similar to that feeling. Yeah, where you get that buzz because it's that nervous energy going into a movie that you know is going to scare you. Yeah. So I I I, I didn't mind. I didn't mind that.
0: There um, there there was at least a few times in the film where I was like, all right, if they keep going. I'm going to, I'm going to have to go over and tell them this, to, uh, not go over. I had to, they were literally, literally next to us. I was going to reach over, reach over. I was going to lean over. <laughs> I'm not reaching over anywhere. Jeez, my God. It's going to lean over and say, Hey, can you guys keep it down? Nice and polite. Like, but literally every time I thought that they had mystically stopped. It's like they were reading my thoughts yeah. and they're like, we can't cross this man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There, no, there was a, it was a pretty packed theater. Um, and uh, There were a lot of kids, a lot of kids, a lot of young kids. I mean, that kid that was wearing—he was really cute. Yeah. yeah. At the end, we saw this uh, kid get up, and he, as we were leaving the theater, and he had his Michael Myers max. a nice one. It was a nice, like latex one, similar one, to one, mine. Ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it's too big for his. Head. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the Halloween scene from The Predator. Yeah, when the kid is wearing the mask out for Halloween, it's way too big for his head. Yeah, so yeah. So that's what it reminded me because the Michael Myers mask for this kid, and he must have been what like eight or nine, probably. Yeah, yeah, uh, maybe even younger. Yeah. Um, so I'm really surprised that these guys, you know parents are taking their kids to see this movie it's not exactly i mean it is a family film if you <laughs> want, want to get down to if you it. like it's murdering
0: better. your family members <laughs> yeah.
1: um it is it is a, it is a film that is primarily about family It revolves around that but yep. um not a family film
0: no 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 not by any so stretch of the means so, this
1: wasn't uh this wasn't
0: that That's yeah for sure.
1: so i was really excited about this movie going in um like even when david gordon green and um Danny, keep, McBride. And Danny McBride. Danny yeah. McBride. I keep thinking, Tiger Nuts. Um, <laughs> he, uh, you know, he's done some dark stuff. You know, uh, I think, uh, I think more so, more so, um, Danny McBride. I know that he's got this really dark sense of humor. I don't know if you've ever seen a movie, uh, sorry, a show called Vice Principals. No. But he's on the show, and it's very, it's like this dark comedy. There's a, there's a dark side there to him, and I think the director, I think they did. Pineapple Express together and that movie got a little dark. Oh yeah. The end. yeah. Absolutely. So I can see that and I was like when those two guys got announced that they were sort of re- like you were writing the, and directing the film I was I was excited. I was already excited. It was going to be new. It was going to be fresh. Yeah. There was going to be um, and then I, John Carpenter doing the score I'm like this is going to be this is going to be great. So I started seeing the promotional material. Yeah. Everything was just falling into place as this movie and I was very very excited about the movie before going in mm-hmm. and it didn't disappoint.
0: No, it didn't.
1: I did. I quite. I, I liked it quite a lot. Um, why don't we just dive into our non spoilery thoughts? So yeah. What, what did you? What was your take? What so
0: did you think? I I liked it. Like I said, uh, when I came out of the film, I said I had mixed feelings about it, and I stand by that. But like I said, also to caveat that is, both feelings were both good feelings. Right. Um. I feel like this this movie is an interesting film in that it's. Obviously, there's a lot of homage to the original, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, there's some scenes that are pulled directly out of that yep. and given a new paint job, Yep. but I feel like this film also channels a lot of the um, the gritty kind of intense, I, I, I don't know if realism is the right word, but that was in the Rob Zombie films.
1: I agree. There is a little bit of a shared aesthetic. A little yeah. bit. It's a twinge of a shared ex- er, shared aesthetic.
0: I'd say it's a little more them. than a twinge. The violence in this film was ramped up way more than any of the other Halloween films in the franchise.
1: No. No. Not true. Not true. I mean, like, if you look at Halloween 4 or 5, they have some really gruesome stuff. They have gruesome there. stuff. And, uh, and zombies films are just off the charts. Not even just in gruesomeness. Just in sheer um like mean spiritedness mm-hmm. almost I would say is the right word for that it's this dirty gritty um life is awful kind of yeah. like thing he was going for whereas this one I felt like this was a this was a good compromise between like a gore fest yeah and uh like a rob zombie like really manic like hateful gore fest yeah, and the original Halloween where it yeah. met somewhere in the middle where some of the kills weren't necessarily gruesome, but the lead up to them was inventive. Uh, and yes. they didn't have to be gruesome in order to to be effective. There there are a couple of great gore scenes in the movie, but they're they're not a lot. No, there's only like one or two. I would say is like overtly gro- like gross. Well, it's not the goriness aspect of it, too. It's the stuff that I
0: pull from the Rob Zombie films is not so much the goriness. It's the intensity. Yeah, the, yeah. the older Halloween films didn't have that intensity when he'd stab somebody. He just boop. And then you'd see something kind of gross and then he'd move on. Sure, yeah. Whereas in this film, in the Rob Zombie still film's way more so, yeah. you get the feel of this guy is assaulting these people.
1: Assault, like, that's the right word yeah. for it. It feels like a domestic it's assault. Violent. Yeah, like, it's, it's violent. Yeah, it's
0: violent. It's not It's not just Some, a quick slasher yeah, stab in yeah. a film. This is, he Correct. means these strikes. Yeah. It's definitely more subdued than the Rob Zombie ones. He pulled his punches on a couple of them. Like, yeah. he'd stab him a couple times, but it was hard, like... For instance, um, it this is in the trailer when I'm just gonna say the bathroom scene yeah, yeah, yeah. with the teeth, that's yeah, all in yeah. the trailer. Um, there is some violence in there and it's pretty intense. Yeah. Right? And we'll get into that's that true. a little more. That's true, yeah. There's a lot more hitting in... Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, you feel it more than you do in like a Friday the 13th kind of film where it's just like he shoots him through the eye with a thing or something and it's just like, oh, it's sure. a creative kill, but, and then you move on. But if
1: you watch some of the later Halloween sequels, it's like gouges his eyes out with, you know, like a, a fence or like, uh, you know, cuts his... It's gimmicky. Boils boil someone's face that, in like a hot yeah. tub. Which, I mean, it's just like, yeah, I would say... Maybe gimmicky is the right word, yeah. but it is overtly gory. Oh yeah. Where, yeah whereas no, no where you were you're hundred percent right, Rob Zombie's film is almost like it's like you're watching a documentary of an assault. Yes. yes. Um and that and that's really uncomfortable. There's yeah. something very uncomfortable about sort of the way Zombie shoots his violence, which I think is kind of why uh, It's his you know, signature style. Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of why he's popular um in yes. the way he the way he shoots it. And it's that grindhouse sort of feel. But I think there was a nice There was like a, it's like a classy version of zombies. Violence, which I love. I love that, that middle ground where it's not like, it's not grindhouse, but it's, it's not old fashioned. It's like this mix of the two and it takes the best pieces of both. Yes. That's, that's the best way to put it. Those
0: were my mixed feelings coming out of it. Right. Because it was hard for me to tell what I liked the best of the both. Like seeing them both marred together that way. And then you've got. I mean, you have both of those together, but they just put a nice sheen or nice, nice paint job on the whole aspect. It just—it's so fresh. I, I I really, really dug the hell out of it, and also the pacing of the film as well. Good, it was right on point. I was never bored. No, never bored. I can't. Yeah, I, I, I can't really think of one. There was one part of the film that kind of, the reveal of it didn't excite me, and it was kind of sweet It kind of jarred me a little. Yeah. But eh, uh, we'll get into that too. Yeah, I, yep. I got there. There's at least a couple problems in the film for me, but they're pretty nitpicky. Overall, loved it. Uh, a lot of great performances. The score is top notch, what you'd expect. Yo man, uh, especially score, having Carpenter do.
1: Yeah, the score. Let's talk about the score. I think this is something that I would buy if it was oh. back in the day. Like I would buy the CD or the tape or whatever. Yeah, we're that old. <laughs> um back in the day, um if I had a if I had a vinyl player, I'd buy this on vinyl like that kind of thing. Like it's this is a great this is a great Carpenter score. It, and I just I can't talk enough about it because just in the context of the film, it worked so well and it didn't feel like a rehash to me. Like there was enough new there that uh and, and within the context of the film really worked some like strong It's all very synthy, sort of like 80s, but it also has these really strong, compared with some of these really strong visuals. Yeah. Um, And I'm not talking about just the violence. I'm talking about framing of shots, and that's the really, I think, the success of this movie. There's two two things about this movie that make it, that I think make it great. One is the return of the style to... um, to a very like I can't say it was like classy, like classy horror film I'd almost call it. It's a very uh the shots are all planned, not a lot of jump scares. Framing is super duper important. Steady cam shots, a real return to a real love for like what Carpenter was good at. And yeah. What made the first one so revolutionary. They went back to a lot of the the street scenes, you know, the the paint like there's painting with shadows almost, like playing with shadows on the street having him stand in plain sight, but at the same time not be seen. Yeah. Like the light, the way the light bounces off of his mask. Like everything just works so well. They return to that Halloween one and even Halloween two, I'd say Halloween one and Halloween two have a similar visual sort of uh, style return to that. And the second thing is it's the most meaningful sequel in the entire franchise. No question. Including Rob Zombie's in terms of like, my, Michael Myers is like a force of nature that was like that was meant to frame a story about trauma and this this movie cashes in on that big time. I actually Michael Myers is like the is the shark from Jaws. Yeah. Like and they're telling this story around it and I actually was interested in the human aspect of this story. Whenever Laurie was on screen with her, you know, the three generations yeah. of Strode were on screen, mm-hmm. I was very interested and Myers is a villain like he's not some I in my opinion he's not in this movie he's not some killer you're cheering on yeah you're he is this wall of terror that's and and they're telling this human story about trauma and how it brings families together or tears them apart right and I think that there's a meaningful human drama there that's what makes this movie successful Michael Myers is 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 a part of that and he drives that plot yeah. Right, but but uh, it drives that theme. But it's about human people and interesting human people. It's not there. No, there's no. They're not fodder. It's not like a kill counter and like let's you know let's all get really excited when you know uh, the killer kills a teenager kind of thing. Yeah, call it a slasher movie. I wouldn't even call it that because I feel like the term slasher movie cheapens cheapens it a little bit. And there's nothing wrong with slasher movie. I love. I love a slasher movie. Right? right. Like, you know, like there's that. The Friday the 13th is a slasher movie. But the way I see something like th- like this film, there's a human story at the center that that makes it a little bit more than that, in my opinion.
0: Nope. So. 100%. Um, I'm a little upset because it's a little disappointing when we agree this much. I feel like we're more combative. It's a little more interesting. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we're just that's giving true. this fucking movie a We're both big fans, fans handy. of the original. It's, I'm, I'm not yeah. as
1: big a fan of it as you are. I've only, yeah. I've only We've literally around. got it playing in the background yeah, on the projector here, the original. The yeah, the original's playing in the background on a projector. And you can see <laughs> the similarities here. Oh, but yeah. They, but th- it's fresh. Yes. It's, still fr- yes. it's still a fresh movie. Um, but yeah, like everything really does come together. I think there are certain plot aspects that I have a little bit of a problem with. Um, and I think some nitpicky stuff like, you know, common sense stuff that I think this movie still falls into some of those cliches. Yeah. Slasher like cliches, and uh, and I'm like, oh, you did so much right. I wish you just didn't have this dumb thing in here, but I could wipe I could wipe that off the, right. the slate. Like right. I, I'm not too. Uh, there's enough good in here that that's yeah. Really no, didn't I know. Register, but we're here to nitpick. So fuck sure. it. Let's do this. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. All right. All right, everyone. This is Halloween 2018. A film. That proves that Michael Myers is not just a prolific, unstoppable killing machine. He's also the foremost purveyor of the fine service of gas station dentistry in the country. <laughs> Never go to a gas station to go for, for dentistry, ever. This movie proves
0: that. Or the toilet, frankly. that's I've rarely encountered a bathroom that I've... Uh, to be honest, the bathroom experience that was in this film is pretty much every bathroom. It's a documentary. Yeah, more or less.
1: Yeah, it's a I'd documentary. rather
0: have gone into that and had to deal with that than have to go in some of the toilets I've seen in
1: gas station bathrooms. Oof. Oh my god, it's awful. It's horrible. You should make a movie about that. That'd be frightening. Oh. Um, so, why don't you kick us off with some plot points and then we'll we'll uh we'll uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe we'll talk about them. Maybe we'll talk about them. Maybe we won't. Maybe maybe All right.
0: So the movie opens up with the two least likable characters in the film. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. I, I agree.
1: And um, and
0: basically, like, the opening scenes are all in the trailers. It's when the two podcasters...
1: Yeah, and like, they when they reveal themselves to be podcasters, I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Nobody the likes these guys. Fuck. <laughs> the oh, the true... It's. I think they're capitalizing on the whole true crime. True crime. How to like,
0: make a murderer serial. Yeah, all yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah that's what they're kind of doing. Which
1: I think makes sense. I think that's. It's what would fresh. Sort of that's, happen that's what you would do in a in film this, like this in this day and age, right? It, it does take place in 2018, exactly 40 years. 40. 40. 40 years from the original, uh, his original killing spree. So it is 2018. So right. Podcasting is a thing. So
0: anyways, they go and try to interview Michael Myers. They don't get anything from him, even by taunting with Laurie Strode and the mask. And this is also where you're introduced to this Dr. Sartain character, Sartain, yeah. who's basically, quote unquote, the new Loomis.
1: Yeah, he's actually referred to as, as the, U- the new Loomis, which directly
0: I directly by Laurie. She's like, yeah. so you're the new Loomis? He's like, yeah. I guess so.
1: I uh, did not like that. One. I, <laughs> I
0: we'll, we'll get to that. because yeah. that scene was fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so you're introduced to this character, and it's revealed that Michael Myers is going to be transferred to some crazy facility where it's basically hell, and they're going to do that that cool. day.
1: Cool. So this beginning scene, I thought it was a strong opener. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, that was a very strong opening to the movie where they go in, and they, it's like a lot of... This is like... New, like When I say like the visuals in this movie harken back to the original, um, I feel like this scene is like brand new like this is this scene is like it's it's visually arresting yeah like with the checkerboard pattern on the on the on the ground and uh the way it's edited together yeah it's uh I don't know it was very very mm-hmm. good I I liked I liked it a lot I like the slam cut to the title
0: yes that's what I was gonna say is it's, it's funny, the visual aspects I didn't even consider. I considered the amount of uncomfortableness that the scene keeps ramping up and ramping yeah. up and ramping up, and then all of a sudden, Slap cut,
1: yeah. It's like, um, wow. I can see how people might not like that because there really isn't a payoff to that scene, but uh, uh, but I, I, I quite like that. The payoff
0: for me was I realized I had stopped breathing, and then yeah. when that happened, I'm like, oh yeah, I need to breathe.
1: Yeah. No, it's very, very good. Yeah. Um... um Let's talk about the titles.
0: The reverse pumpkin decay. Didn't like it. Nah,
1: Didn't like it. I was. I didn't like it. You know it. what it looked like? You were
0: nitpicking like crazy. No, no. Now. We're I'm not going like, to talk about this.
1: Listen, you know what I didn't like about uh, it? What? It looked like somebody was inflating the pumpkin. Like, like it looked like there was some guy going. <gasps> <sighs> like, it was actually well, John Carpenter. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that guy, if he was doing that, that he would have like, passed man. out. God bless him couple breaths in he'd be taking a nap but uh but yeah no like it looked like it i know what they were trying to do yeah it just looked and i'm almost entirely sure it was a cg pumpkin as well i think so and uh and it was just the way it was coming back it's like if you want to do the reverse decay i would have loved to have seen instead like a reverse uh time-lapse shot a very slow time-lapse shot of it coming back together, rather than this like inflatable pumpkin that yeah. they put on the screen. Yeah. I get what they were trying to do thematically. Didn't work. It, I, it, it didn't, didn't work for it me. Didn't look great. It didn't look great because the in, the the intro to the original Halloween looks fantastic. Yeah. I love that. Still does. The yeah. slow zoom. We were just watching it here up on the projector. The slow zoom in um, didn't didn't quite work for me. I, uh, it wasn't like that set the tone for the movie or anything. I'm like I get I get it. Yeah good try a for effort but yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. quite work for me true true um yeah uh, and then yeah they're transferring him so that's pretty much it that's, that's pretty much it, it. Yeah. so at
0: this point in terms of michael's setup is he exists he's been catatonic essentially for the last x number of well, years not, not speaking he's, he's not speaking yeah he's not he hasn't he's spoken anywhere there's a lot of years.
1: there's a lot of mention to like trying to get him to talk. Yes. That's what the podcasters yeah. are doing because they want to record his voice. Yeah. Doctor's been trying to do that for all of his time. Right. Doctor who took over from Loomis. And then we're introduced to Lori.
0: Yep. And the podcasters go try to get a sound bite out of her. They offer her 3000 bucks, which was a pretty funny gag.
1: Yeah. You didn't like I, it? No, no, I oh. did. I mean, I'd take $3,000. Fuck, I'd open my gate too. Yeah. But it was a it was a pretty
0: good gag. Um, all in all, it basically was. I I don't know. The scene was. I just didn't like the podcasters. They just. I like them because they're supposed to be new age. Supposed to be not likable.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, I th- well, it's not. That they're not. not yeah. They're the. They're the. The the pesky sort of uh, like modern journalists. Yeah. Of the day, and it's kind of like you know digging up old. Uh, you know, bones, so to speak. And 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 they're not they're not supposed to be likable in the same way any investigative journalists digging that stuff up is not really supposed to be likable. I guess it's hard to like them when they come over they come to your house and say, Hey, uh you, you're divorced twice and you lost custody of your daughter. Can yeah. you tell me a little bit more about when they picked up your daughter? It's yeah. like, yeah, get the fuck how, out of my house. How, how was that like, how their did she, opening line? Yeah. Let's lead with this. Let's yeah. upset her that was, as much as we can. The guy had a better take on it where yeah. he tells her, he's like, we spoke to Michael. Yes. And she sort of stops and he's like, he will speak to you. He didn't say anything to us. We showed him the mask, nothing. He will speak to you. And I, This is the first time in the movie, and it happens a couple of times in the movie, where I'm just super impressed with Jamie Lee Curtis's performance. Mm -hmm. It was very, very good. Like, where she bubbles up with tears. Yeah. You can tell. You can just see. And it's not all the bravado, like, all the gun shooting and all the gun loading and, like, the Sarah Connering, like, the whole thing. It's, like, it's in her face. Yeah. And she does a wonderful job of really portraying that. Like, I didn't even need to see all the guns and, like, the the compound that she lives on to understand what this trauma has done to her. Yeah, She like bubbles up when she hears it and he's like, you have a chance to talk to him. He might talk to you. You could tell him everything that you've wanted to say to him. Yeah. And you know, she rejects them uh, after that, but in a very powerful way, like yep. her, the, the scene was very good.
0: Yeah. Um, um, so anyways, during the time that uh, between the time of that and then I guess when you're introduced to the family of Lori. yeah, Michael manages to escape. That's or I guess maybe those might be in Yeah. In so reverse, you get you get introduced
1: but. to to Lori's family. She had she had a daughter yep. who was taken away from her when she was twelve um, because Lori was essentially training her to fight, yeah. to defend herself, living on the compound. Yeah. She was shooting guns and then uh, Child Services found out took took her daughter away from looked her. Looked like a fun childhood. Yeah. It looked like something. And it and it and it and it showed um, it showed that, you know, the trauma. Goes like travels from one generation to the other. Yeah. And, and uh, the daughter has sort of rejected that life. Right. And she has a daughter who is Laurie Strode's granddaughter. And she is a teenager in school. And there's about to be this big school dance. And uh, she's trying to connect with her grandmother. Yes. Uh, yes. Which was nice. I quite I like that. And um, uh, so Laurie's daughter is pretending not to have contacted Lori, but because their relationship is awful. Yeah. Since she was taken away when she was 12. And her, grand, her granddaughter is trying to connect with Lori, uh, noticing that her mom is lying about talking to her. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like the dynamic there. The Little granddaughter's. Teenage rebellion. Yeah. And, yeah the yeah. granddaughter's trying to reconnect with the grandmother. The. Um, Lori's daughter has rejected her mother. Right. Um, that's kind of what. And I, and I the whole dynamic was super interesting to yeah. me. I, I liked it a lot when they were on screen and that that came up. The scenes between the granddaughter and Lori were actually quite good. I really liked them. Yeah, um, where she asks her to let 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 go, just let it all go. Like he's he's incarcerated. Yeah, you know? you've lost your family to this, and she says it's worth it because I I trained her to defend herself from the horrors of the world. So yeah. it's hundred percent worth. it. I'm like, yeah, this is all good. This is this is fresh. Yeah, you know this this is. It's about people now.
0: It's interesting, too, because they, so with the Laurie Strode character, they kind of took her from being, I mean, in the in the very first film, they took her from being a victim to fighting back, yes. right? But in this one, they not only tear, take her to a place where she's fighting back, they sort of turn her into a monster in and of herself. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And you see call-outs to that in the, there's the scene where uh, Allison, his, her granddaughter's in class, yeah. and then you look out, and then there's Michael Myers waiting for her. Or sorry, there's sorry. there's yeah. Laurie Strode waiting for, her. but it's a callback to the original Absolutely. of when she was in the
1: class and she, she looked he's up. watching her, her. So let's talk about these. There's yeah. there's a couple there's of a these. Few. There's a couple of those moments, and we'll get to the other one later. Yeah. Um. But there's a couple of those moments where the roles of Michael and Laurie are reversed. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to spend some time on this because I have criticized other films, remakes, and things of in comic books too. You know, like of you know, like when Elseworlds or what if stories, they just kind of switch roles. Yeah, where they switch things and they think it's it's unearned. Yeah, it's unearned, and you kind of think it's like, oh, you know, isn't that clever? Yes. I switch this thing, and it's like, you know, like the biggest example I can think of, top of my head, Star Trek Into Darkness. Yes, the the uh, you know, Khan um, kills uh, Kirk, Kirk instead yeah. of Spock, and Spock is the one that yells Khan. That doesn't add anything to the mythology. And, and I, I didn't think it was clever. Yeah. I just thought it was one of those cases where, hey, wouldn't this be cool? Like a nice like wink and a nod. Yeah. When I look at this movie, which who's, you know, who's done the same thing, which is essentially looked at the original and like re- like re- role reversed uh, Laurie and Michael. But it is about what has happened to Laurie. Yes. And about the trauma that she experiences and what it's turned her into yes it's hinting at the fact that that lori is uh has has is 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 an extremist yeah now like oh. she's she's unpredictable yeah she's unpredictable she's violent right and she's 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 unstable yeah so it's like and but it, in, in hinting at that She's taken on some of that characteristic of Michael Myers, which is why those role reversals, in my opinion, are earned. Not only they're earned in this movie; they actually serve to uh, characterize her yes. more. Yeah. Whereas, you know, in some of these other Elseworld stories and like Star Trek Into Darkness and a couple of other stories, it's just like they just do it for just for shits, just because yeah. they can, and it's kind of like a wing of. ill. Oh, it's like isn't that clever? Well, really, it's not. Yeah, this one serves a purpose, I think.
0: So. True. True. Um, so anyways, so that's basically the family in a nutshell, or the three generations of Strode in a nutshell. Um, like I mentioned, the bus gets flipped. Yes. All the loot. There's really nice scene in terms of the way that it's shot with all the, um, the mental patients milling about milling about on the street in Mm -hmm. a very scary kind of looking way. And, um,
1: which also (laughs) reflects the original uh, breakout in the first film. Right. When they
0: get, they drive, I forgot about that. That's that's almost exactly the same. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's that, and then the kid gets fucking murdered. Yeah. Yep. The dude gets murdered in a one of the worst looking neck breaking displays I've ever seen in a film. You don't remember the guy in the thing? His neck was basically all the way back. That was the dad, I think. Was it? Oh man, I had no idea. Well, he wasn't in a uniform. I just assumed it was. Yeah. Unless the bus driver was, you know, in his his Skippies.
1: Yeah, I didn't know what happened to the dad, but yeah, the uh, father and son arrive, and there's a very. I think it was all very good and very well shot. Yeah. And uh, the kid, you know, has a gun. The father goes out to make sure like nobody's hurt. Kids alone goes out, tries to get, you know, shoots. Doctor Sartain, who was on the bus, yeah. and like handcuffed to a to a chair or something like yeah. that, I think, and uh, shoots him because he's startled. Goes back into the car, and Michael Myers kills a kid, and breaks his neck, basically. Right. Yeah. Um, in a scene, and again, this is like that. Cl- there's this classy thing to it. Like he wasn't butchered, you know, you know, in like you know, like banged around the car no, with no. every windshield broken and like yeah. you know, he banged
0: um, him. Bang just had a. Against a couple times, yeah. but yes, it was enough to know but that oh shit, he's gonna kill him. But they didn't get like gratuitous with it like yeah. they did in the in the in the zombie
1: pictures. No, I was gonna say in the in the bathroom scene. In the bathroom scene, up. yeah. So um, yeah, he's and it uh, breaks his neck, and, and he gets away. Meanwhile, uh, this whole time he doesn't have his mask. No. So the way they're shooting all of these scenes, including the bathroom scene that's coming up, uh, he you don't see his face. You see his eye, and you see where she. Poked him in the eye with the coat hanger. Yeah, Uh, you actually see that. So there's some continuity there. The guy playing him without a mask Mm -hmm. is the original actor who plays him. No, Nick Castle plays him with the mask on. The guy who plays him with the mask off, I don't, I don't have the name. Oh, is it's the same guy who's playing him with the mask off? Really? In 2018 Halloween, so they got the same look there, which is, which is a nice sort of uh, connection. And a piece of continuity. Uh, James Jude Courtney. I think yeah. is the guy. Yeah. So interesting. Um, so, yeah, so it's, it's, it's all like interestingly shot. He's not in the mask all the time, which I thought was a bold move. He's mm-hmm. not in it for a, for a lot of the movie. The first few kills, he's not yeah. wearing his mask. So uh, interesting, interesting outlook. Anyway, so uh bus flips over. Michael escapes. Yeah. Um,
0: where are we here? So yeah, he, it, I just cut right to because we're already there is sure. talking about him getting his uniform back because really that's the next sure. major scene yeah, in the yeah. film is the gas station scene where he catches up with the podcasters who are filling gas, who are filling gas, and he's just quietly murdering everybody there without anybody Did, noticing. Yeah. he's in the background just pounding some guy's <laughs> head. Yeah, and nobody's like the wiser. You, but you don't. But you don't see that. You don't. See yeah. That. What? Dude, when he's inside trying, or when she's inside, she goes in and is like, Excuse me, where's the loo? Yeah. And then he's like, Ah! Oh, oh, the bathroom. And then you see him in the background punching somebody in the face. You don't <laughs> remember that? I didn't see it. Yeah, he's in the background. You see him go up and down like this a couple of times. I was looking times. at
1: it. When she asked that, there's a reflection of the guy putting the gas in the window. I thought there was something that was going to happen there. And that's what I was paying attention to. Yeah, no,
0: there was a scene there's- where you see the garage and you just see him wailing on somebody that's the guy that he finds the guy that takes the coveralls yeah yeah he takes the coveralls Holy that's where the shit. coveralls come from wow I yes.
1: completely missed that and that's really what I'm talking about like these the framing is what's important yes in these scenes and Carpenter's uh, framing in all of his movies is very um I don't know. It's very well staged. Everything yeah. is very well staged. So this movie does—they doing a really great job of bringing a lot of that sort of a lot of that back. Right. So yeah, he's beating the fuck out of everybody silently. Yeah. Um, and uh, she makes it clear that she has to go take a dump. Which honestly, I think the bravest thing this movie does is show a woman say, "Hey, I got to go take a shit." Yeah. And then she goes <laughs> to, goes to the bathroom, the rolls bravest. her pants down, rolls her pants down. And sits on, the, sits on the can and is t- it's taking a dump. And I'm like, oh, this, this woman's taking a dump. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom, just sit on the toilet and have a cigarette, which is usually what girls do. When they say, oh, I'm going to go powder my nose and then go and they have a cigarette and they sit on the toilet. I don't think I've ever, you know, seen in a serious movie like this, like a girl actually like taking a dump on camera. So no, that, that no. Was, that God was bless her. A She's a hero book. amongst heroines. Yeah, that's right. Um, heroines? Um but then uh, she, she gets killed for her trouble. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Michael comes in in a very tense scene, which I, which yeah. I like very much. Uh, it was in the trailer where he, he reaches over and he drops all the teeth. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile.
0: That wasn't even the creepiest thing. The creepiest thing was him looking through the side. You didn't see that? Well, I feel like I was like asleep during this movie. Jesus, like I where
1: he's there, like, there, there was a moment where
0: I—I I could be crazy, but there was a moment on the very the the wall side of the thing where you just see like an eye. You just see him kind of lean in, and then he comes back out, oh. and then that's and that's when he starts shaking it. And then she grabs and says, "Someone's in here."
1: Oh. And then
0: he goes, "I don't give a fuck. Here's some teeth." That didn't happen, but it should have.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. He drops the teeth in and she starts freaking out. Meanwhile, her partner outside is discovering all of these bodies that <laughs> Michael is left lying around, <laughs> lying around the gas station and realize that, oh, shit, we're in a bit of trouble. Yeah. And uh, she does. This is one of those horror stage where she does something really fucking stupid here. Yeah. Like he starts shaking the, the stall and then she has to pull. Like, I'm like, I was waiting. I'm like, are they going to show her pulling her pants up? Or not. And they did, and it was real quick and everything's all buttoned up in one shot. Like she didn't even do the button up. She just pulled her pants. I don't like they didn't you know it's just it's just a weird continuity thing. I'm like, if she's taking a dump, she's gonna pull those pants back up, like you oh, know. Oh, what if they're
0: up. an elastic? That's all you need.
1: That's true. Is she wearing tights? Maybe she was wearing tights. She's wearing
0: a dress. But they they, they had elastic dresses.
1: Sure. Yeah, sure. Anyway, it was was a weird thing to get. I'm like, don't
0: (laughs) harp on her for her fashion choices. Harp on her for shitty interviewing skills.
1: Shitty interviewing skills. And the choice she makes right when the rooms, the thing starts shaking, she immediately crawls into the next stall, which she knows the door is unlocked. Yeah. So she crawls into a space in which Michael Myers can grab her. And I was like, that she was didn't really think about dope.
0: that one very well. I'm like, much.
1: come on guys, let's let's uh whatever. Let's be smart about look,
0: this. It led to them dying yes. in this film. Yeah, and so I'm okay with that. They needed true. to go. They that's needed true. to go. You can't go to his house and be like, hey, look, I got your mask, I got your mask. Say something and I'll give you your mask. Give me you your mask. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, that's true. No, you don't go fuck with the serial killer at his home. I'm that's saying right. the sanitarium's his home. But you know what I mean. That's right. You don't go
1: fuck with him like that. That's right. You were signing your own death warrant as soon as you did that. She crawls into the next stall. He grabs her by the leg, and then Buddy comes in with, like, a uh, tire iron, I guess, or whatever he's Crowbar, got, a crow whatever. He's like, hell. Michael smokes him in the side of the face, like the Terminator, takes it like a man, and fucking just, like, and just lets him have it. Or he takes it like a woman. I mean, come on, man. This is 2018. Yeah, you that's He's trying to
0: be exclusionary. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, he takes it like a person.
0: He takes it like a person.
1: He takes it like a person. <laughs> uh, Mike, Michael just... Takes it like a person and grabs a guy, and this is where we talked a little bit about the Rob Zombie yes. sort of like, like assault in progress yeah, kind of yeah, thing, yeah. where he just smashes his head up against the wall several times, and then smashes his. Basically, he uses his head as a battering ram yeah. to open the stall door in which uh, his partner is screaming yeah. inside. So uh, yeah, that was that was very that was. I didn't know how long they were gonna, but I, it was just the right amount for me.
0: Yeah, like, it, it wasn't. Gotta show excessive. him; he's, they
1: got to show him. He's got to have some power, right? But he also doesn't need to be like a seven foot five, like hulking mountain beast, like he is in the Rob Zombie movies. He can be lean. It's the power he has is not meant to make sense, right? In my opinion. He's supposed to be this force of nature, so. You know, he doesn't have to be this like giant mountain of a man. Right. Um. Then he kills her by breaking her neck. Yeah. So like, there's that mix of that ultra like assault in progress kind of thing going on with the head smashing and then the neck breaking, like the clean way to kill somebody. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know how to put it, but there's that mix of like that classy sort of. Classy. I don't know. I, cl- I, I, it's like classy serial killing. Like like this guy up here. We're just watching this one scene. The original stab. This yeah, one's they, pretty clean. Yeah, this one's clean. He pins him up against the wall with the, with the with the with the butcher's knife. But you know, the you know, it's it's a mix of the two, and I think he does it really well. Anyway, cheerio. Keep moving. Yeah, Shop? yeah. I keep moving.
0: Mind if I stab you once or twice? <laughs> cheerio. Uh, Sorry to anybody that may or may not be English <laughs> listening to this podcast. Um, anyway, so at this point now he's fully clothed and oh, he's ready to go.
1: Sorry, one more thing I want. To yeah, talk yeah, about. yeah. Comes back to the car, and what I think is the most, the best shot of this movie, one of the best shots of this movie, when he gets his mask back. Yeah, it was so badass. It was like one of those. It was very gratifying. It was so like. Yeah, he's he's an awful person and he's the villain. But when he gets his mask back, I'm like, yeah. I yeah. was like, I was like, yeah, this is super well shit. The mask looks fucking great. It looks like the best it's ever looked. That's another thing that
0: I would say is a nice blend between the Rob Zombie film yeah. and the original. Because it looks like the two masks it's, between the you're, two.
1: You're 100% yeah. correct. It's not as over the top like somebody like clean like put, put put it on the edge of a plunger and plunged yeah. like a gas station bathroom with it and then he put it on his face it's not like that because that's like what the Rob Zombie mask look yeah. like but it's not nearly as clean yeah. as the original it's somewhere in between and it's just so good and the other thing I want to comment on I'm talking a lot one of the things I want to comment on is the fact that I love that like half the more than half this movie takes place during the day Yeah, and that's right from the original as well. Yeah, yeah. a lot of it in broad daylight, walking around, broad daylight, driving, broad day, broad daylight, wearing the mask when he gets the mask back, broad daylight. You see every crack, crevice is beautifully photographed. Yeah, slow motion like slamming the trunk down. Oh, brilliant! Like. The mask is a real visage in this movie. And I, you can make posters out of this, postcards, stamps, They've got really good posters for this. And it's because yep. of that. that exactly. Look, that look of the mask. Yeah, I, really I totally it. And, and, and the payoff is all over the film because the cinematography is so good. Yes,
0: absolutely. Um, all right, so at this point, now everybody knows he's loose because eventually they stumble upon the whole gas station scene.
1: Gas station dentistry. Yeah, the
0: gas station dentistry and yeah, the bus and all that. Basically, the... Authorities have been alerted, and the authorities in this case is pil- played by... Uh, the Will Patton. Will Patton is playing Officer... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, is there still more in there? There's Thanks. still more in there. Yeah. A little pumpkin ale for my for my whistle. Quit my whistle. Quit, quit, quit my whistle. Quit the whistle. Um, not a great pour. So anyways, he's playing the character Officer Hawkins, who is one of the most likable cops in any slasher movie, history I yeah.
1: other than Dewey I, I like Dewey fucking a lot. Dewey, Dewey you gotta love Dewey great. Yeah.
0: Um, but anyway so him and some sheriff other sheriff guy with a big ass like 10 ounce ha- no what is it 10 gallon hat yeah oh the, yeah
1: yeah, he he, uh, he
0: wasn't well, in yes. enough. I don't yeah, know. Who yeah, he, he, was he was a good
1: he was a good character. It's so nice. It was nice to see him like back and forth with uh, Will Patton's character. Yeah, um, but yeah, he kind of disappears. But yes, yeah, so he could have been in it more.
0: Yeah, I feel like this movie suffered from editing. S- editing. Yes. Yeah, okay. Definitely
1: some editing. So I'm gonna on.
0: I'm gonna skip forward a little bit. Um, there's that scene that we were talking about where he's like, "So you're the new Loomis." That was a weird scene because it felt like there was supposed to be a ton more dialogue in Correct. there. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, you're the new Loomis? Yeah. Okay, we should go. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it like just... you're the new Loomis. And then the sheriff and Lori start talking. Yeah. And Lori's like, I've wanted him to break out like yes. since since he was put in there. Yeah. She stopped talking to the doctor and started talking to the sheriff. Mm-hmm. Definitely something cut out. Definitely yeah. something cut out. So.
0: so, anyways, I'll backtrack again. Yep. Um, so there's a school dance going on. I'm not going to get into this much because there's not really much to say. Allison, her boyfriend, get into a scuffle at the yep. the dance. She leaves. Really cool looking dance. And she leaves, but she doesn't have her phone so nobody can contact her. So yep. while all this stuff is happening, slowly the Strode family is becoming aware that, oh shit, Michael's a problem. Everybody kind of turns to Lori to say, okay, I guess we do need to go to that cabin because lori has yep. been trying to convince them pretty much the whole film to go.
1: Yep.
0: And uh, they decide to go, but they can't find Allison. So that's the real panic with the family. Yeah. Um... While all this is going on, you've got Michael, who's now actively on his killing spree. And we did not I didn't realize this until we got back to your place, and we discussed this earlier. The killing spree, which is only two people, so it's not much yep. of a spree, more of I a mean, sp- spat. <laughs> I don't know. Anywho. Killing, killing spat. Killing spat. Yeah. Uh, he, it's, It's a, I thought, I, when I was watching, I'm like, this is really well shot. I love it. And there's a lot of tension, and things are very slow and methodical. And you see some people get kind of scared see some reactions. Like there was that sexy nurse that was getting into the car. Yeah. And you see her kind of giving this look. And it's just kind of weird. And yeah. you can see
1: her getting to the car real fast. The she kids, doesn't really the kids, mention anything. But scares the kids. scares the kids. The kids are wearing silver shamrock yeah, masks. Yeah. Uh, from Halloween 3. Oh, I didn't notice yeah, that. Like the pumpkin, yeah. the witch, and the skeleton. I, I didn't think. notice that. Yeah, from nice Halloween three. Out. It's a it's a cool little call out. Yeah. But
0: anyway, so the cool the really cool thing about this for for film buffs and anybody alike is that we I didn't notice this until we discussed it. It was all we believe it was all one shot. I
1: think it was one shot. I I think it was all, for sure. Uh, for sure the woman getting killed where she turns the blinds. Yeah, that was that's all one, one shot. shot. And he's Cause then he goes for the hammer. I think it is all one shot. I think it all shot.
0: is all one shot. It goes from the hammer, he goes through the house, he comes out of the street. Sexy nurse goes yeah. up st- up to the top of the thing and that's goes where you get the shot in, yeah, where he right. goes in. And yeah, that's yeah. It was excellent. Like yeah. I, I didn't realize just how I like I knew I liked that scene, but I didn't realize just how much I liked it until I realized, oh shit, that technically it was a pretty Interesting beautiful shot too.
1: Beautiful framing, like in you know, like the first shot to Halloween is one of its claims to fame. Yeah, it's that steady cam shot where it's a single shot where Michael kills his sister, yep. but it's all like walking around the house. Great steady cam shot, and they did it again here with a lot more people. Yeah, you know, a lot, a lot more kids, a lot more extras, like because it's on Halloween. It's a very bustling street. Loved that. It was great. And it's a, it's a callback to you know what, what made you know, what made the movie scary, Yeah. you know, uh, to begin with. Now, can we talk about these two people that he kills?
0: Yeah, sure.
1: (laughs) I think they're related to, like, the nurse. I think one of them is, like, the nurse from the original movie or something. Like, I feel like there's a connection because did you hear, like, her on the phone? She's like, oh, let me know if you see anything or see anyone, whatever. When she comes back and she goes and she closes the blinds, why does she do that? I
0: don't know.
1: She does that she's because somebody... No, no, no. She was an older woman. She comes back. Wasn't it an older woman? No. Yeah, she comes back. She uh, closes the blinds. Older. Why does she close the blinds? She closes them because she's scared. She's out of candy. She's like, fuck off, kids. I'm done. Yeah.
0: No, I don't I know. know. You could be right. I think
1: she's scared. I think there's some connection and I should have looked this up while we were... While we were getting ready for the episode, but I think uh, we did just come back from the movie, so <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, we're still processing a little bit. But I think both of those had a, like some kind of relationship. I think he went after them explicitly.
0: Maybe I actually would like it better if he's if it's not that. And here's why: is that it? It goes maybe, back. Maybe to Maybe it's the, not. Maybe I'm making. Maybe all that maybe, up. but even either or fan fiction or not in this case, if these people were completely random, it really furthers the argument of. Michael is truly, truly the villain in this movie. You know what I mean? He's just like, you don't see him really go after completely random people in any of the, well, maybe not any of the films, but like in the original one, all of them were related to Laurie in some way. So it's kind of a small circle. Sure, But those people in that spat were, in my eyes, were completely random. So that kind of made it even more villainous and frankly frightening like holy shit like yeah yeah, he's just randomly going into people like he's more unhinged than he was in the early one sure to some sure i
1: think you know i think you're right i think i think it works either way Uh, i'd I'd be curious to to look it up yeah yeah. see if they had any relation we'll just go
0: with i'm right i like it yeah um (laughs) (laughs) right and then so that's that killing spat and then the other killing spat is with um Allison's friend
1: yep. who's babysitting the kid which that that dynamic between the kid and her was fantastic. Was good and it was believable yeah. and I and I liked it. There aren't any like again this is kind of like you know zombie style of filmmaking. It's just you know it's very like all the family dynamics are completely effed in the A. Yeah. You know, like, it's just totally, like, uh, like, trash. Like, it's all awful. Yeah. Whereas, these relationships seem real, like, when the friends are talking to each other, it seems pretty real. Right. Um, Although, I was really happy that the boyfriend got it in that scene, because... She uh, So the girl, the friend, is babysitting this kid and they have this great dynamic and they have this good gag where she goes upstairs to check for the boogeyman. And yeah. Michael is there and, and kills her. Again, kills her in what I would call a classy way. Yeah. It's two stabs maybe in the back. Yeah, but they were hard stabs. Yeah, they were like right through the floor yeah. kind of stabs. And then the boyfriend, you know, hears her and comes back in and he gets it. He gets it off screen. Yeah. But I'm really happy that he gets it because he fucking just randomly throws a cherry bomb and a pumpkin earlier. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, bud. <laughs> you don't just go around blowing people's fucking Yeah, but up. that cherry bomb signed his own death warrant. You, you knew that from the
0: beginning. You're like, as this soon as motherfucker he, yeah. is getting it. That's
1: right. Just like in Trick or Treat... Where that fat kid is kind of running around knocking pumpkins over and smashing them. And he gets it bad. You fuck with pumpkins on Halloween. Yeah, you're getting it. You're getting it. You're getting uh it. I'm, I'm happy about that. So, I could um, yeah, no, a good scene. Um, and uh, w- uh, actually what I think is a more interesting scene is the fact that Will Patton, the sheriff, ends up there and Laurie end up there. Didn't quite figure out how. Was it CB radio? Was yeah, it, it the was ra- CB radio. So, so, the, so he got something tuned,
0: and she was tuned into that their frequency, so they both converged okay. in the same place. So,
1: and uh, he goes in, discovers the body, and <laughs> what I think is funny yet still effective, Michael somehow seems to... Casually walk out of the house and avoid both of them. They both have guns. They're both shooting at him. Yeah. And he just he does. Michael does not run in this movie. He does not even. He doesn't even go into a light jog when he's getting shot at.
0: No. He's like yeah.
1: no. He's like he's like Arnold from Terminator Two when he's walking down that hall. And he's getting shot at by yeah. five thousand people. He's like I am going to walk and there's nothing you motherfuckers gonna do about. Yeah, it Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so uh, he just calmly walks away and gets away. Uh, but I thought that was an interesting scene because he walks right out. Will Patton sees him? Yeah. There is no. I'm so happy. There's no dynamic of oh, Jamie Lee Laurie Strode. You're crazy. You're seeing things yeah, like yeah, you're, yeah. you know all of this stuff. All none of that here. Yeah. Great. Loved it. Yep. He sees him. He's there. Michael knows him. You know, and and uh, you know, nobody's nobody is um, questioning right. her
0: sanity kind of thing. So. Right. And he's another one. So we'll skip ahead a little bit more. Basically, at this point, Allison has just, is now being, well, I'm, I don't want to gloss too far, but Allison yeah. has left the dance. She's going with her friend. They get separated because her friend comes on to her really hard. Yeah, really Out hard. of nowhere, too. Yeah. And then um, she's walking off, but she gets drawn back because her friend gets killed. Now, before we go past that. That fucking scene where the lights go off—brilliant,
1: oh, so well done, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, and uh, it's a—it's a great scene where the kid is in the middle of a yard and a motion detector light has gone off, and Michael is again the shots. This mask looks so good. He's standing yeah. just in the shadows. You can see just—I don't know how long it took for them to light these scenes, but they are so good. Yeah, they are so good. And uh, he, and he thinks she's like he she she's like the old lady that yeah. owns the property, yeah. and I can kind of see that because he's got the hair. I thought it coming was coming out of the back of the mask. How did I like you the, think Ketch it was a lady? Do you see? He Mrs? said like, yeah. He said miss something. Oh, I thought he said Mister. Oh, well, whatever. Who yeah, I shit. thought he said, miss. said Anyway,
0: the, the, the homeowner, the yeah, big giant homeowner with a white face. That's right. Very so, and face. he's
1: also a little juiced. So uh, that this is, kind of explains that. But yeah. uh, the lights, when he's not moving, he's lying on the ground. The lights yeah. turn off, and then lights turn back on again. And Michael's in a different spot. Yeah.
0: It's almost like that. The lights out short. The original sets exactly. out short exactly. where it keeps getting closer and closer. So it was, it, they did that almost, like, I would say masterfully in this. Yeah. It was no, so it, was well, good. Well it was very good. It was very good. And then, yeah. So, so she, she, oh, sorry. Go ahead. ahead. Yeah. No, he's dispatched. Uh, he's dispatched. And then she realizes he's after her. And then that's when the uh, officer, what's his name? Will Patton's character. Uh, Patton, right? Yep. I didn't screw it up. Okay. Will Patton's character and the doctor, Sobriety, sobriety Sabre, Seven. So sorry, Sartain, Sartain, Doctor yeah. Sartain. Um, that's when they come back to the house and they pick her up from whoever she ran to some house. And that's when it's revealed that Sartain is the guy that actually freed Michael. Well, freed Michael Myers caused the bus crash.
1: So oh, that God. was confused. We're not going to agree
0: on this too, no, are no, we? No,
1: I was, I was, I was. No, I was confused. Yeah, uh, about that when it happened. I, uh, when it happened, I was like, it was more of a jaw dropping thing for me cause I didn't see it coming. At really? All. No, I didn't see it coming when, when the doctor was stuck inside yeah. the, um, the bus, uh, I thought that, you know, he was left alive and it was going to pay back later when he's going to have a conversation yeah. with Michael. Yeah. But uh, it, that never happened. And when this moment happened where he, he stabs Will Patton, the sheriff, after smoking Michael Myers, yeah. really like throwing this car right at him. Yeah. Um, nah, it's OK. We'll go yeah. through. We got somebody coming in, but it's OK. Yeah. Um, really smoking him with the car. Yeah. <laughs> Can't let him have it. And I was really scared that this was going to be one of those. Oh, it's like somebody else. It's not Michael Myers and it's like you've hit somebody like some rando like Halloween 2 where yeah. they, where they it, you know they blow up that one kid they run a police car into him and set him on fire yeah. um but comment. it's not it was actually Michael Myers he smokes him yeah. when he comes out uh doctor stabs the sheriff in the neck this like caught me completely off guard it didn't catch me off guard and here's why i i was contemplating
0: who could have caused the bus crash the whole yeah, time? And it. It yeah, and they don't show it. They don't address it. They don't show it, yeah. They don't show it. They don't address it really as to how it happened, right? And I had two thoughts, and one of them was that he did it because he wanted to figure out what makes Michael tick, and I was right about that. But I was hoping it was because I was opting for the more interesting one, and this would have been my take on it. It was Lori.
1: Yes. Yeah, that would have been better because I thought that – so when Lori was – there's a scene earlier with Laurie waiting outside the sanitarium, watching the bus be loaded up, and that's and it's another powerful scene where she's like she's crying in the car, crying. yeah, crying in the gun. car, screaming in the car. She has a gun, like you think it's one of those like Bruce Wayne moments where Bruce Wayne is going to kill the the people who mur- the guy who murdered his parents at the yeah. courthouse, like that kind of thing. Um, you know, like run the bus off the road, and when she tries to kill him, he gets away. Yeah, it's like her fault. Um,
0: no, I actually was I was hoping it was even more fucked up. She caused the bus accident to let him escape so that she can justify hunting him down and killing him. Even that's more an interesting fucked up.
1: Yeah, that is an interesting take. Um, yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't, I don't know that that's a good thing or a bad thing, but the way I was picturing it was something along those lines. And yeah. then it's revealed that she's even more of a monster than... Than she, Michael Myers. Than Michael Myers. Well, she's
1: become one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, no, that's definitely an interesting Would have been a very taste.
0: dark character turn, yeah. for sure. But anywho, that, that to me would have been more interesting than the formula, like, oh, the doctor did it because he wanted to see what makes him tick. Right. Um, so anyways, at that point, they've ran him down. The doctor murders the, the, the... What's his name? Officer Hawkins. And then everybody converges back to the Strode house,
1: which essentially you get your... You end up getting your home alone Fine. scenes. Yeah. 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 Your your homicidal home alone scenes. Yeah, um, pretty much. Two things I want to talk about before we yep. jump we oh, talk of about course. those. Yeah, yeah. Um, I glossed over some stuff, but the the uh where where um the granddaughter finds her friend killed yeah. after the lights out. scene. Yes, yes. Um, and Michael peeks out the side as she sees Michael for the first time. There's a musical cue yes. there that was so so good yeah. and it was like this deep resonating guitar yes. but it was like a synthy guitar i don't know how to describe it but they used it se- yeah they used it several times yes. in the movie and it became like almost like michael's new call sign but they use it for lori later i think they yeah. switch. they switch using it um when there are reveals yeah maybe right? but I it's not just reserved for michael Yeah. i think it's also used for lori again playing with the idea that Lori is is also like a force to be reckoned with, right? And that she's changed, and trauma has done something to her, and not all of it is a good thing, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was one thing, and the other thing were these two cops that are that are guarding uh, <laughs> the, the the cabin, um, and they have this really it's it is a funny conversation, I, yeah. But I feel it like, felt out of place, but yeah. at the same
0: time, I kind of liked it.
1: I liked it because. I I did like it because it broke some of the tension. because yes. there was a lot of tension leading up, and like if you kept barreling forward, like you'd lose your audience, I think. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah, they had this. Kind of, I felt like it could have probably been cut out, but um, but yeah. So so uh, the doctor throws Michael into the car with Lori in the back seat of this police car, and he puts the mask on. Yeah. Like he's full on was like fucking goofy. Yeah, I didn't he, like that at he looked, all. He looked goofy when he put the mask on. He looked about as goofy as that nine-year-old kid when he put the mask on. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he's driving the car and explains that my motivation is that I want, to, I want to know what makes Michael tick. Explicitly coming back to the theme of Michael speaking. Yeah. He wants to know what Michael has to say, what he sounds like. And he's so obsessed with it that reuniting him or setting him loose in a wild environment, reuniting him with Laurie, he thinks that he can get to the crux of why Michael does what he does. Yeah. So Laurie's stuck in the backseat with Michael Myers. Not
0: Laurie, uh, Sorry. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Allison, uh,
1: Laurie's granddaughter. Um, Laurie and her her daughter, Allison's mom, are at the cabin. Karen. Uh, Karen. And uh, yeah, so Allison's stuck in the backseat. And I thought that was a really funny, like, odd sort of like scenario where she's just sitting next to this guy who's like basically ruined her entire family tree.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And, and honestly, like other than the podcasters, I also didn't like him very much as a character. Uh, the the faux Loomis character maybe yeah. because he's replacing Donald Pleasance. I'm like, you don't fucking do that. Yeah, and I, they, multiple, didn't. Yeah. they didn't. No, they didn't. Essentially,
1: they went they went another way with it. Yeah, they went, they went another way. And, yeah. but uh, he
0: gets it the worst in this whole film.
1: Yes. Yeah, so we're talking. I was talking about gory yeah. scenes. Like the other scenes were violent, but not explicitly gory. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of like banging and like faces shoving into walls and some blood, but not a lot of. Uh, even on that killing spree, you don't even see him kill the one woman with the, the hammer? hammer. You no, just hear it, hear which it. is, in my opinion, worse. Uh, and then the other woman, he, see, he sticks the knife through her throat, yeah. and it's kind of like this CG shot. That was more of a gag kind of yeah, kill then. And, and yeah, and so like, but this is the one that is just like, this is like grindhouse violence. Yeah. Um, where he he comes to in the back seat, kicks the front seat, which the doctor's driving, smashes his head against the steering wheel, comes out, drags his ass out, and the doctor's final words are... Um, Michael, like, can you say something? Yeah. Say something. And it has this great shot from underneath. And again, like, I can't talk about the framing here enough. Yeah. It's like a lot of this is like a painting, you know? And um, <laughs> he, he says something with his boot yes. to his f- face, but he like cracks his skull open and like it's like a Sin City level of like grotesque violence. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like mush. It was like a curb his- stomp without a curb. Yeah. So that's probably like the most gratuitous piece of oh, violence yeah. in the movie. So. Um, yeah, not not very violent. Anyway, Lori escapes and runs off into the woods. Michael goes to the house, kills the two cops in the front, kills uh, Karen, who is Laurie's daughter, as husband, yeah. who I also was glad to see dispatched. He she was, was kind of an idiot. And, uh, and, and then you kind of get your setup with uh, Lori and Karen in the house. And... Uh, um, allison running through the woods toward the cabin yeah michael attacks laurie and so i guess we're gonna get into the to the did you, was there anything no nope, that, that's talk about? pretty much it that's it. yeah uh, L- uh michael attacks laurie in the house and he fucks her up like this oh yeah, yeah. he's like grabs her and, and a lot of face smashing he's into the face smashing i think he was like training in prison or something but because he was it's like neck breaking and like using the face to like redecorate that's yeah. kind of like what that's that those are his two big go-to's in this movie um but yeah she uh she shoots his fingers off yeah
0: at least two or three cool. of them
1: yeah two or three of them and uh and she has a little hideaway in the in the basement yeah and uh this is where another one of those cliches thing—the like nitpicky part of me pops up like she gets attacked. She shoots his fingers off, runs back down to this secret compartment, which is under the kitchen. Yeah. And hears the footsteps upstairs and shoots through, like Michael doesn't know where they are. Yeah. He's never been to this compound before. It's been built like as a secret hideaway. Shoots through the floor so Michael does know like where they are. But again, it, I think it all feeds into what what they end up doing toward the end. But I thought that was, a, it was an odd choice. Like why would you shoot through the floor? Yeah. Do you even know you're hitting him why not just open the front, have him fucking come down the stairs and light him up as he's like coming down the stairs. It just didn't make a lot of sense to me to take a blind shot through the floor. And now he's like, oh shit, yeah. they're under me. Yeah. So I can, you know, do something about that. Right. They're under me like, with
0: loaded weapons. With loaded weapons. Yeah.
1: So why not just like open the top and like... He's a pretty have, patient guy. He'll just wait it out. He just them. sits cross-legged
0: on one of those sofas and just
1: yeah. hangs. Yeah, that's right. That's ah. right. Why not open the top, let him come down the stairs and fucking just... Uh, just l- pump his guts full of lead, right There's also a lot one,
0: of- two, <laughs> ten. <laughs> 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 There's also a lot of cool references to the those little um, wooden closets. Where yeah, she thinks which, Michael's
1: hiding in. Exactly.
0: Another role reversal from the original film. That's
1: right. Interesting. Unfortunately, he's never hiding in one. No, no. That'd no. be hilarious. That's, to that's, see that's him his like, little
0: body shelf, body shelf. He's just sticking. Did he pick Ray up and bring him inside He brought him, and put inside. him
1: in there? But there was a lot of time in between when she went up. For him
0: to redecorate? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, you that know. That seems like, like an he, interesting
0: choice. Like, oh, where yeah, my, he's like, ah, what do I shot a, my fingers off?
1: He's a bourgeoising Interior designer because like even in the first Halloween he does the tombstone with the pumpkins and the bodies. That's true. Like, he's, yeah, he's got a I think that's very, his thing. That's very much. It's an interesting in sense of style. God yeah, bless him. That's true.
0: Yeah. Um, so
1: yeah. So uh, anything about like so so anyway, uh, this whole climax happens. She goes upstairs and is checking all of the rooms. Yeah. And a very tense scene. I thought extremely that was, yeah. well done, and she gets attacked. He gets thrown off of the. Um, Balcony.
0: Yeah, and this and is where another.
1: This is another one of those role reversal callbacks to the original film, where Michael looks over, sees her body lying on the ground. Now Allison running, who's running through the woods, finally reaches the cabin, and yeah. he hears her. So he turns around and hears her, and he looks back, and Lori is gone. I had to bite my and lip. I was like, I was gonna start yes. laughing. I was yeah. like, yes, this I almost is lost great. My, my yeah, shit. I'm like, this is great. This is exactly what I wanted. I wanted to see this. Yeah, um, you want to see. Yeah, you want to see her fight back, not in like in a position of, um, not in a position of like retaliation and surprise, but like in a position of power. Right. Right. You want to you want to feel that now. Three generations of Strode are in this house, with with Michael, and he he goes back downstairs. Now Allison goes down through the secret passage, and uh, Rachel and Alice Allison are are in the basement. And this was another, I, I just loved this scene. It, it was probably my favorite. The the crying scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so at this point, you've got
0: Laurie's God knows where yeah. becoming a monster. <laughs> and then you've got Allison and uh, Karen down in the basement. Karen's starting to break it up. Uh, Michael's just ripped the door off. He's ready to go. And you haven't seen him. He has, they, they just know he's going to come down. And she's starting to, I can't do it. I can't do it. Can't. And that's when he shows his face. She's like, gotcha. And it's oh, just boom. so good. Uh, what's her name? I, what's the actress's name? Uh Judy Greer. I love her. Judy Greer. She yeah. crushes that scene. That was
1: so good because it's so believable. Yeah. She's like, the gun is shaking. Like you think that like she was 12 and like she was trying to reject that yeah, life and, yeah, yeah. and all of that, it all comes bubbling up saying, I can't do this. I yeah. can't do this. And Michael rips the thing off and he presents it like in another one of those like, yeah. Uh great score moments too, where he comes on the stairs and then the score cuts out, and she's like, Gotcha. Yeah. I'm like,
0: yes. And you know what's interesting the way I visualized it, which I think is more interesting to me, is that the it wasn't a play. I think she was actually breaking down. I think she was saying, I can't fucking do this, I, she, can't like, do this I can't do this, I can't do this. And then when she saw it, she's like, all cool of that training, yeah. everything is like, boom, I'm ready. Like it just clicked. It wasn't yeah. like it was a ruse it was intentional, deliberate. Or sorry, it was... uh, Not intentional. It wasn't intentional. It was just as soon as that came, it was the fight or flight response and her fight response came right back.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a good. That's an interesting take. Yeah. Right after that, she he takes a shot at her. Yeah. And Laurie's behind him. Which is, what is a little she hokey. What does she like say? Like Happy Halloween, motherfucker. She doesn't or no, say wait, that. That was Busta Rhymes. No, Rimes, she bad. doesn't. I was just about to say, does she say motherfucker? Does no. she <laughs> take that? Does she take that from Busta Rhymes?
0: I think she says Happy Halloween, Michael, Michael or yeah. something like that. And, and she, then she uh, hacks hit, him a bit.
1: Hacks him, hits him in the head with a pen. Kicks him in the
0: balls. He, yeah.
1: He goes flying down the stairs. Now, here's where I think the big miss of this movie is. Mm -hmm. This moment was when I was in the theater. I'm like, yes, it's going to happen. I can't wait for this. And I was was hoping for this since the beginning, the movie started playing. When he falls down the stairs and lands in the bottom, I thought she was going to come down the stairs and the three generations of Strode were going to beat the living fuck out of Michael Myers Ah. on the floor. I thought they were all going to grab guns and just... (laughs)
0: start unloading. just lighty,
1: lighting him up on the floor <laughs> and like but like having a, like having a fight like he'll get up and fight back yeah, and yeah yeah they will fight and it'll be like this tooth and claw fight but it's like the ja- Freddy
0: versus Jason fight at the end
1: <laughs> no 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 more like the beat down of Pennywise the clown True. Right, where it's like you conquering your fear, but you're doing it together as three generations of Strode. Where she, she, he gets up and he's gonna like he's gonna fight them off, but like one person's getting beat up, but then the other one, like the mom comes in, like Laurie will come in and save her granddaughter or save her save her daughter or the vice versa. But like it would be this thing where they slowly get the better of Michael, and like the swelling sort of like John Carpenter score can come up in the background where they finally finish him off, but they do it together. Mm-hmm. Right. They do do it together in this movie, uh, but I just wanted that beatdown scene. I wanted that, like that scene where she can let it all out. L- you know, let it like all of the, the trauma, the frustration, like the death and destruction he's caused vomit it back up on him through three generations of her bloodline. And I was so stoked to see that happen. And when it didn't happen, they were running up the stairs past the body. I was like, Ugh. Didn't happen. We get something else. Yeah. It's not bad. Uh, and you know, I'm not I'm not a filmmaker <laughs> or a scriptwriter or anything, but I I but I feel like that was a missed opportunity. I really wanted to see that whole with all the guns, the butt, like the pan, like every like everything they can find, just fucking like tearing him apart.
0: You know what the problem with that is? No sequel. Hard to do a sequel.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: And I feel like, I mean, this movie's already projected to make what seventy or eighty million for this weekend. Unheard of. I wonder what the box off or what the budget for the film was. Um, I don't know. know. I'll look it up. You you start talking anyway. The the other thing that's interesting, and we left the theater before this. So at this point, Michael they they trap Michael in the basement. Whole place goes up, and then you get that really nice shot of. All the Strodes just kind watching of watching. Yeah. Just, just, you know, embracing each other, watching them burn, which at a certain point I'm like, don't y'all need to get out of here?
1: Yeah. So the interesting thing she said, like, that's not a basement. It was always a trap. Right. Right. Which there was another, that's another cliche thing I think of in my mind. I'm like, that's super elaborate. Yeah. Like you have, like you have enough firepower and, in like down there to like level a small town yeah yeah and you had to build this trap with (laughs) bars and gas outlets that you lit him on fire with it was just kind of a silly thing anyway it happened but it's a great moment the Strodes are upstairs he's downstairs and he's not even trying to get away right it was a great thing where he's standing on the steps just looking at them up the stairs and the fire is coursing around him he's been he's basically been tricked into going into the basement Fills up with gas. They light him on fire. The whole place burns down. Three generations of Strode leave. Slam cut to Halloween, the title, yeah. and the credits. And so one
0: thing we didn't catch in the quote-unquote post-credits.
1: There is a post Not a post credit <laughs> scene so much. It's just after the credits have kind of rolled it towards
0: the end of its scenes, based on just reading it, you hear Michael's breathing. So the... <sighs> oh, okay. So I uh, people are thinking that that's going to be a sequel. It, there's already talks of, uh, just in the brief research I just did... Already talks about potentially, or sure, thing. It, sure, it makes sense, you know. No, it Something does, and they left it. F- open I just, for, I,
1: they left it open for a sequel yeah. you don't see the body, you don't yeah. see him die. But, uh, you know, they could very much end it here. And I, be it very would be happy. such a beautiful ending. Yeah. I really hope they yeah, don't I'd do be it very
0: happy. Um, the budget question mm. 10 to
1: 15 million that's a Blumhouse standard, man, buddy. That's Blumhouse amazing. Like, Blumhouse makes movies for less to you know, 10 million or less, yeah. I mean, you know, like, um and that but that model like the conjuring insidious the conjuring universe these movies don't cost a lot of money to make no. man
0: how do they get the actors for that though man
1: but they're not big actors like uh, none of these. None of these actors are Patrick big actors.
0: Wilson's a name. Jamie no, Lee he Curtis. He wasn't a
1: name when the con. When not when the Conjuring came out, when the Insidious came out. These are not. These are not big actors. Fair enough. Right. So like the, I think the original Insidious cost maybe like four million dollars to make, hmm. and that movie made like 150 million or yeah. whatever. I'm just yeah. guessing, but it was over. You know, like it made a lot. There, it was up there. It made a lot of money. That business model is the best. Yeah, it's yeah. The, the horror mo-
0: No, no question. A horror movie Blumhouse business is, model is, is very good at that. Yes. Making movies small. No question.
1: Fast. Quick. And, and having them like double, triple, quadruple, quintuple their, their budget. Yeah. So, agreed. Um, in, in revenue. So, um, yeah, so I thought it was fantastic and I can't wait to listen to this fucking score. Cause I think the yeah. score is going to be amazing. The, the, like the musical cues in this, in this are just, are so good. And it's so great that Carpenter, uh, and his son and godson like they focused on just the score you know he wasn't yeah. doing anything else on this movie and you really can tell yeah um Hundo Yeah Hundo loved it. I I really liked it. and the more I talk about it right now I, I think I like it I think I like it more and th- it's a movie I'll buy on Blu-ray for sure. Oh fuck yeah yeah no question. For sure. Oh. All right well is there anything else to say about this film aside from go see it. Yeah um, Silver Shamrock um Yeah, no, that's uh, that's it. Awesome. That's well,
0: it. I think I found it. It looks like it's on Google Play Music. Yeah, it's on Google Play. Sweet. That Play on. that later. Fuck yeah. yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. This has been Justin. This is Otto. And hope you enjoyed the podcast. Enjoy. Happy Halloween. Take care. Happy early Halloween. Yeah.